recorded live from Stockton, California. This is Jamming with the Best. Episode 93. We got Sammy back again. What's up, people? DC, myself, and we are giving away that beauty. Nice. Go comment on our YouTube, our YouTube comments for this video. So, I don't know what you got to say. Say why you deserve this Paige Pierce Frisbee. Sure. Um, Paige Pierce sold, signed by her. You talk about how great we are, how awful we are. Yeah. How pretty, on the board. How pretty <laughs> we are. Yeah. I how mean, much soul we have. Oh, we my hat's on pretty. backwards, so you can't see what hat I'm wearing today. I'll turn it around a little bit. You got to pay for that. Oh, let's turn around right now. <laughs> I like how we don't know like when we're going to start. We're just sitting here like shooting the, shooting shit. the shit. All of a sudden, the, the music starts. <laughs> All right, shut up. It was perfect. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm rocking my Windjammers hat today, though. Yeah. Nice. I got a Pirate Nate, pretty sure. Yeah, this is Sammy's going. Samurai bun. Yeah, man bun. Man Sammy bun. is. <laughs> <laughs> Try to make it sound nicer. Sammy's growing his hair out, growing his beard out. Yep. Yeah. Harry Man Sam's coming Harry back. Harry Man Sam's coming back for sure. He's going to make a showing. At least what, for a little while. What you drinking on, Danny? That's a dark lager, and that is tasty. It's tasty. Yeah. That's complex. It's got a good smoke to it. I like that. And it's still nice and light. Yeah, it is light. It's like a 5% beer, I think. It's light and for being dark. Yeah. Real smoky. Mm-hmm. Shout out Morgan Territory Brewing. Always. Always yeah. killing it. That's solid. <clears throat> you had an eventful day. Moved Ooh, a lot wee. of discs. We knocked a hole in a wall. We did. I didn't do anything. But. Busted through that song, bitch, right back We there. did a bunch. Of, today was kind of wild. We had the OTB open drop. Yep. Which was a little hectic this morning for me. Yeah. And then we had regular, it was a regular Wednesday. Yeah, I mean, we're rocking through Captain's Raptors right now, getting yeah, through yeah. all those pre-orders. It's a mystery boxes staging still. Staging it all. Yeah. Unpacking a lot. We ordered mm-hmm. quite a few of them. Got yeah. a pallet of Innova in today. We did. We did immediately put that pallet to use and moving stuff to the other side, <laughs> staging that. Yeah, so it's nice. For those that don't know, out. we got twenty two hundred more square feet that direction. No. Yeah, we're sitting on forty four hundred. Now we got twenty two hundred more. Sixty six hundred. Yeah, add Decent. another six in there. Yeah, it's dangerous, man. <laughs> it's flirting, it's flirting a little too close. All right. Yeah, moved moved a lot of discs. Staging basically right now, that's all storage in the back. And we had moved, I I, I had done the calculations, moved probably like 15,000 discs in there like a week ago when it still wasn't ours yet. But we've got a good relationship with the former tenant and the landlord. And so we moved in a, you know, a decent amount of stuff. Um, and then, yeah, moved in a bunch more today. There's probably like 25,000 discs over there now that are yep. all offline. Maybe more. And now the fun starts. Mark was talking about me and him putting in the kitchen. So okay, yeah, <laughs> batter up. Yeah, so <laughs> we go. might. I mean, I've done it before. It'll just there might there might be some fun happening over there. Yeah, essentially moved like our break room over there. Probably yeah. all our kegs. Yep, we're gonna make there. an L shape. Mm-hmm. We're gonna tear the bathroom out over there. Hook all the stuff up uh, the kitchen part, and then make an L wherever the door starts. Make an L with the kegerators. Have a nice long kitchen. Yeah. It'll nice. be nice to have a real kitchen, real yeah. break area. Yeah, we might even have hot water. Yeah. <laughs> what a luxury. <laughs> what a luxury, man. Yeah, that'll be cool. Our back hallway is cleared up a bunch. I feel like we're much less of a fire hazard than we were. Yep. This is true. 
if the local fire marshal is somehow listening, like you're welcome now. (laughs) (laughs) It was a looming threat for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. He goes, yeah, just, you know, it it seemed really loose. He came in, he's like, you probably need fire extinguisher here, here and here. And it was pretty early on in us moving. And we weren't officially open to the public yet. No. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, ah, you know, whatever, like it's, it's fine. Let me know. You know, I'll come back at some point when, when you're open. Yep. It's like, hey, you know, we, we opened up and <laughs> <laughs> haven't seen him. That's haven't cool. invited him. Yeah. I don't think it, you know, I felt like Ball was in his court. The, funny, on that. the funniest part about the whole interaction was like, he just like midway through like stops and he was like, what are these kegs for? <laughs> Give you two guesses, and but you're only going to need one. <laughs> Danny, all I hear Danny say is personal consumption. <laughs> <laughs> like he's, I'm sure he doesn't even care. Like not policing the situation at all. It's not his, not his purview. But uh, yeah, he's like, we're not, we haven't sold a single beer. <laughs> yeah, we're not selling no beers. Yeah, it would help yeah. the bottom line a little. <laughs> no, nope, it's all not it's all yet. Free. At least we might sell some beers one day. Yeah, like uh, it's another round. I think has a like yeah. a tap room. Tap room I think it's in legit, the shop, like liquor yeah. license and everything yep. sort of thing. Yeah, I think they have it at both their Charlotte and Colorado, uh, Denver location. Yeah, nice. That's cool. It's kind of that would be a fun setup. Yeah, I don't know, like the the hurdles to actually get to that point, but something to look into, I guess. Yeah, no, no real interest yet in like not here. It'd be hard here. A bar. Yeah. It would be, I think, yeah, it would definitely be tough to do it here. Right now we're comfortable with free. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah real comfortable with free beer. Yeah. Just become our friend and then we'll invite you over for a beer too. This or true. pretty much. Yeah. It's moving further away from like the customer yeah. section now. So are the bongs. Yeah. Yes. This is good. Yeah, it is good. It's been needed. Nobody's we ever almost started compla- in here. Nobody's ever complained about it. No. There's been some comments though. Yeah, some funny Generally ones. Positive, like oh, it smells good in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it smells like yeah. What's that smell? I just ordered a pizza. Give you two guesses, but you're only going to need one. <laughs> As a cloud of smoke appears from behind Kyle's desk. Yeah, <laughs> yep. oh, yeah. It's good to have that that separation. Less uh liability. Yeah, there's some. I'm surprised no one's complained. A lot of mask wearing. Yeah. Which good helps time. our cause. Shout out COVID. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of uh a lot of stoners also. True. We our demographic does skew towards the the acceptable, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Especially California. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lucky here. Yeah. I'm just trying yeah. to think of what other business that you would walk into and and almost expect to have that same kind of bong Not a stores. Whole lot. Yeah, skate shop maybe. Skate shops could be kind of the same. I've been in a few like bong stores where they've def- they're definitely smoking in the back. Yeah, like a hundred percent. I wonder how. Like, is it something where it's tougher to get away with at like a weed store? Yeah, I would imagine. Or is it like, well, it's gonna smell like weed in here no matter what. I mean, it's a different scent burned yeah. versus, you know, not, but I don't know. I like how we just started this podcast off with like all the illegal shit that <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's all it's a hey, it's hey. all done now. I don't know the statute of limitations, but it's over like, you know, 8 hours then, <laughs> then we got a problem. If it's under 8 hours, we're fine. We're fine. <laughs> 
Oh, man. It's a hard life at a Frisbee shop. Yeah, those Captain Raptors are pretty, dude. They are. I think like a quarter of them are pretty. The other yeah, ones are pretty Jolly Ranchery, which is mm-hmm. pretty, but yeah, the other quarter are kind of color shifty. Yeah, I mean, you got your stock colors, which I'm sure people will throw the pretty ones too, but yeah. I think those will more likely be the like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm keeping this if somebody got, you know, four or five. Um, yeah, it definitely has that little like Jolly, jolly Launcher feel to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's Innova plastic, but uh, Discraft. No, the Innova oh, was the Jolly, yeah, jolly Launcher. Ranch, yeah. <clears throat> but uh yeah they they feel good mm-hmm. they look good we haven't had time to throw them yet mm-hmm. no they don't look as overstable as the flight numbers say just based on feel and look when i know the preview video again another round did with uh with yuli they didn't look like that crazy overstable but it is modified overstable I'm, yeah. i wouldn't be surprised at all they've got to be more overstable than the standard i would imagine raptor. they are i feel like the stock raptor is is like that nice flying firebird Mm-hmm. but those flat top firebirds is kind of what I expected to see out of these Raptors. And I just didn't see that kind mm-hmm. of board flat look, mm-hmm. even though like I've had a max that was, had a slight dome to it. That was super duper overstable too. Sure. Yeah. It's not, but, it's not a flatness directly correlated with overstability. No. Haven't really looked at like the PLH versus like a, a firebird or a flare. I, I mean, they're going to be beefier than a, yeah, a stock one, Inevitable. but the stock ones weren't, Super beefy. No, word on the street, though, is they are pretty beefy. Nice. Yeah. Jared doesn't believe it. Jared says, based on all the videos he watched, it's not. He's, it looks like a basic Firebird. Well, the, sure. the 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 video I saw that sticks out to me is when Uliveri threw a hole-in-one with it, yeah. and he put it on a fairly decently steep Anheuser, mm-hmm. and it came out, but it didn't like swoop yeah. out of it. And it was like, what, two-something maybe? Right. Yeah, so so it wasn't thrown, thrown it super it hard. hard. And, you know, had enough time in the air to come out. Yeah, I want to, like, chop at this thing. Like, yeah. wow. Yeah. I'm excited for him. Yeah. yeah. I think people are going to like him a lot. Oh, yeah. I think people are going to love him. It's probably better than them being extremely overstable for the masses. Sure. Yes. And they're so pretty, too. Yeah. I just man. think that the flight numbers are lying. That's all. 9314. Uh, what else is new? Yeah, the one, though. That's yeah. bold. When you put one on something, mm-hmm. you got to be bold. The Stego should have like a two on it instead. Yeah. Yep. Like, hold, 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 hold on. Hold. hold on. I see a lot of other ones coming out. One, one, <laughs> two, five. <Yeah. laughs> a little cartoon Stegosaurus on it. The best are second. Oh, man. Between the Stego and the Mad Cat. My two favorite. I was going to say. Oh, the Skeeter. Yeah. I'm lying to myself. That's all. (laughs) Although that is a retired stamp. It is a retired stamp. It's going to be on my body, though. Maybe. I will support this. Yeah. Just a full size freaking chest piece. (laughs) DX Skeeter with a one drop of blood coming down. Puppy dog eyes. Just says Skeet Skeet. (laughs) Skeet Skeet, motherfucker. God dang it. Oh man! Yeah, that'll be a that'll be a hot release though. The the Captain's Raptor mm-hmm. pre order is interesting how they did it, and like we can't ship it until Friday. Mm-hmm. I like it came that. in yesterday. I think at I'm first just, I thought it was really weird, and then you told me the reason. I'm like, one, I don't even what? know that that's the reason. I was but just it kind seems of like thinking about it. That's a great reason. Yeah, I'm just happy we got them. Yes, early, early for the release, and we're not like the fucking dead last to get it. Where everybody's yeah. gonna so, end up like, I've bought three of these already. Like Cancel all the order. MVP stuff. That's what Danny Danny kind of mentioned. He goes, I wonder if it's so everyone has gets them all, and then they all everyone releases on the same day, so people aren't like 
getting their pre-orders earlier than other people. I think that's good yeah. business and the way to do it. Mm-hmm. It's a learning, man. Everyone in this industry is yeah learning something on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, we're on like yep. chapter four of this book. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, hold on. This is coming out of nowhere. I talked about it a little bit yesterday. There's a Topps di- disc golf card. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it claims that disc golf started in Canada in 1923 or something like that. And so now I need a disc golf historian, a real one. <laughs> Bunch of fugues. <laughs> Tell me that disc golf started in 1974 or six or whatever. 1920 something. Yeah, it mentioned it mentioned Ed Hedrick yep, and being as known the, as, you know, the the like the father of disc golf and mm-hmm. certainly, you know, invented the uh the pole hole, the basket. But yep. Yeah, that's that was the first time I had heard that. Yeah. Someone tweeted it out and like so Maybe I, it was Brixton. I think it was probably Brixton. That I remember like Frisbee pie tins and that thing. We went into it one mm-hmm. in one episode. Um, what year was that? I feel like it was probably early 1900s. Is this another case of Americans claiming something that they didn't actually do? Wouldn't <laughs> be surprising. Yeah. But like I am Could curious be. about if if they just call it disc golf because they were throwing either like the first Frisbees from the Frisbee pie company at shit and trying mm-hmm. to do it in less throws golf. than somebody yep. else, which would be disc golf mm-hmm. technically. Right. Mm-hmm. But I would like, call that. I've also sat on the ground with people and tried to hit something with a rock. I don't know if I'd call that rock golf. I've so when I, in baseball all the time, we used to play fungo golf and hit fungos and try to get closest to the pin and stuff and then have to hit it in. And I would, I would and that's fungo golf. I and would say that's fungo golf, but I'm curious if dis- in same. Canada, if the per- people were like, this is Frisbee golf. Mm-hmm. Well, or like if they're just trying to hit shit from well, like far away, baseball wasn't baseball back in the day. Well, basketball sure. wasn't basketball. I mean, technically it can't even be disc golf until the disc was invented. Yeah. That was 83. I suppose. But if you're talking about like can target be, can be Frisbee golf. Frisbee exactly, golf. Yeah. And I, I like it was a frisbee pie tin, right? Yeah, right. So I don't that's know. where that name sort of. This came is from, where we need a Jamie. Is that even? Is that even legit? Because yeah. then, like frisbee was the whammo. Obviously, came into a patented. Frisbee name. was the pie company. Yeah, and people would throw the tins around. So. And then frisbee is whammo. And I imagine the frisbee pie company. Frisbee, something Frisbee Pie Company Maybe. was founded in Bridgeport, Connecticut in 1871. Long time ago. So their pie tins have been around for yeah, a long time. Yeah, I wonder time. how that naming worked out with Whammo and Frisbee Pie Tin Company. If they bought the rights to it or something, or if maybe the Frisbee, I don't know, grandchild was like, yeah. yeah, let's go ahead and sell this out, or if they didn't give a fuck and missed a yeah. huge opportunity. So this on Wikipedia says that the Middlebury College campus got supplied with a bunch of those pies and they started throwing them. And that's how they started is that Middlebury College is where the Frisbee started. Sure. But did Mr. Frisbee or Mrs. Frisbee decide, let's make this a toy and patent this or did. So this says. There's a Pluto platter, and as the pie tin mm-hmm. was in the same shape, it was discovered that children were already using the term for the flying disc, and therefore a spelling amendment to avoid trademark infringement gave birth to the name Frisbee with E-E. Yeah. Oh, okay. So okay. Frisbee is with one. Oh, it's with I-E. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The original Frisbee was I-E. 
Cool. So we do have a Frisbee history lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of. That's just Wikipedia, though. They could we're be just wrong. Just changing one letter and we're good to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going to open up all of a champion discs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Wale instead of the whale. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be the first mold we would steal. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know why that popped in my head. <laughs> yeah, me At the rapper, the rapper's name Wale popped in my head. Pumping uh, out Destroyers for days. <laughs> <laughs> It's a stair destroyer. <laughs> what if when we start manufacturing discs, that's what we do. Just, just oh, change man. a letter for the mold that's basically exactly the yeah. same. The soul. The soul. Sorry, Paige. Yep, I had to do it. <laughs> you just change the speed on the disc, too. It's very different. Very different. Yeah, destroyer it's a 14 the speed. Yeah. <laughs> it's very overstable. Yeah. Everybody saw it coming. <laughs> That's a good marketing plan. I feel like <laughs> we nailed it. Yeah. I feel like we need more space already. Yeah. <laughs> and pumping out dose dryers <laughs> for days. Oh, Sammy. Hmm. You have more racks up front. How's that going? God bless it. I love it. We can put things places and <laughs> not on the ground. Yeah, not on the ground. It's a big one. I mean, on the yeah. ground in like in boxes. It was organized. Make yeah, it, it wasn't like there's just discs. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like a pile of discs and like just <laughs> laying there. Sometimes Toss it this felt over like there. It. Nah, yeah. there's just like boxes of discs on the ground. Yeah, it was it was more or less just obviously a space issue. And instead of being able to put them in racks because you're kind of set in a certain speed order, and then you guys upload a hundred more of whatever the fuck and. Yeah. Thank you, Jer. Thank you, Jer. And rather than putting them in the right page, no. (laughs) (laughs) Not thank you, Jer. Thank you, Jer. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it it got a little bit scattered for a little bit, but, uh, I feel like since I've been here anyway, it's been a lot of that been a lot of transition time followed by, Oh my God, we have so much room followed by, Oh no, we have zero (laughs) room now we have to get creative. Yeah. And so we're in this nice little phase where we have too much room, so to say, and we're actually going to end up putting up more racks. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Mark. You have a job for life. Um, <laughs> he says he's going to cut the next ones with a handsaw. Yeah, to ensure job Real security. Old <laughs> <laughs> Rusty I told him at the beginning of last year. I'm like, I hope, I hope you don't hate us, Mark. But like, I will forever be asking you for more racks. Yeah, I don't think it will ever stop. He just needs to train someone how to do it. Yeah. Then what is he going to do? I know. Find something cooler to make, like a table. He does that. He can, he's going to put a, I don't know if you've heard the upgrades we're making to this table. All of our headphone jacks are going to be like right here. Oh, just be able to plug in? Plug in. Nice. Yeah, we don't know exactly where they're going to be yet, but he bought all the stuff for them. So. Nice. The wires are going to be inlaid. on the Yeah, so there's something. not all yeah. this. Yeah, that'd be dope. For those of you that aren't watching, we have a, what'd you call that thing? A splitter. Octopus. An octopus splitter. <laughs> this is actually Ella Hansen's. So oh, nice. thank you, Ella. Thank Ours you, broke at OTB open and she pulled this out of her backpack and then left without it. And so now we're using it. One throw Ella bagel powered. Hell yeah. Big old tournament. She's a uh, tournament. That's not right. Tour. She has a big old tour this year. Yeah. And most of the events, which is dope. Easily could be one of the names that like not comes out of nowhere, obviously, because I think people know her by now, but like has a chance to be 
in that upper, upper echelon next yeah. year, I think. Quicker, a lot of big wins. and mm-hmm. Quicker than maybe even Missy. And I only say that because Missy kind of crept up and was around for a while. And then this last mm-hmm. year she got, she she hammered down. Yeah. But, yeah. but Ella has really been on the scene really recently. Just yeah, one year now. Yeah, she yeah. started playing disc golf in COVID. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ultimate player. Yep, and just has. Former baseball player too, not okay. softball. Nice. Played baseball through like oh. high school or something. Athlete. Yeah. yeah. Straight up. Super cool too. She's great. Yeah. Yeah. So. Big smile. She seems like a Shout out Ella. Signed with, uh, got promoted to Dismania. What's the, what do they call their top team? Sky is their top, I think. Is she Sky? I feel like she got promoted to, mm-hmm. maybe it's not Sky. Maybe it's the one below I think that. it's second level, but yeah. I, don't, I don't remember what they call it. Yeah. Maybe what Colton is Yeah. On. And they got a full tour. She got a full tour this year, so we're probably doing some Ella merch. I know we've been trying to find some five panel hats, but. Dude, shipping and trying to find merch right now is a pain. Yeah, apparel apparel is rough. I'd like to come out with <clears throat> apparel, more apparel for like every single athlete. Yeah. And Pirate Nate wants some stuff too. Mm-hmm. That'd be sick. The issue, right, we got a bunch of disc golf strong stuff in. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out Seth. And there's like certain shirts we don't have size mediums in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Certain shirts we only have like three sizes in that color. Um. So it's an issue. Mark, that's an issue Mark's been working on, trying to yeah get all that organized. A handful of like our our teammates have reached out to to me specifically about like oh team shirts, team gear, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I've had to tell them kind of the same thing. Like what we can get, we get months out, and we don't get all sizes. So it just it's it's a weird kind of. We do need to do another run of that. The team. I, we yeah. should do the team OTB shirts that Danny's wearing. Not that exact shirt, but the the print. Can't have this one. Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't want it after today. No, Danny probably <laughs> smelled that stuff. thing up. Yeah. They probably got some like armpit stains. Smell good. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm on this side of the table. <laughs> nice. Dude, this room looks better every time I sit in here. Yep. We do things to it yeah. every other day, it seems. Oh, yeah. Constant adjustments. Yeah. Stanley been working in here a bunch too. Yep. And then Stanley's going to nice leave office. and then me and Kyle are going to tinker with everything and destroy it all. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> going to destroy it all. Destroy it all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about these next few months with, with Stanley and Greg going out, us getting a couple more heads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we've like, I, I feel like we've probably talked about it a little bit, but yeah, it's Stanley and Greg going on tour. They'll be working with GK pro a lot. Yep. And helping them produce content. They'll be setting up at all of the events that, that they'll, they're stopping at, basically going to be following the tour. Um, so, yeah, starting in basically two weeks, um, two and a half weeks, they're going to be going out to Vegas, and we'll have a, a booth set up there with with some merch, with some discs. We'll be setting up on the days that GK Pro is doing the skins matches. Um. Should be fun. I think there'll be a lot of different content. I know we'll be doing some filming with uh, Greg mm-hmm. and interviewing stuff like that. Uh, Perks too really wants to be in front of the camera, you know, as nice. much as as much as he can. Oh, yeah. um, little pieces. We might be doing some, you know, practice rounds and following different pros and see how they break down the course. Some in the bags, all sorts of stuff, and then some fun some stuff. other real cool stuff that we've got up our sleeve. Yeah. I'm not going to spoil Stanley's idea here, <laughs> but uh, they're they're working on a few things. Oh yeah, never boring. 
Never boring. Yeah, sending people on tour. Sending people on tour. We had OTB Open news drop. Yeah, MVP. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we had a whole podcast on it, but yeah, you know, that's out. We can we can dip into it, you know, a little bit more here too. I think it's great what they stepped up to the plate with, and it's funny too because it's it's Sean Jack and Sean Mercy, you know, yeah. who who were on that podcast. It's Thousand Rated Productions, and they essentially own the rights to the entire tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we're the we're the title sponsor, and extremely happy to be so. Mm-hmm. And certainly, geographic proximity plays a part. And I think is a big part on why people think we run it. You know, it's yep. in our backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it has our name. Um, but yeah, MVP stepping up to the plate with twenty five thousand dollars cash going mm-hmm. to the event, twenty five thousand dollars wholesale credit, and the ability to buy twenty thousand discs from them. Which last year was tough to get from anybody. Yeah. You know, it was tough to get two, three, four, five thousand discs from from anybody, especially for you know an event. Um. But supply is certainly opening up a little bit more mm-hmm. and, you know, they're comfortable giving us that number and we should have some fun, uh, you know, discs coming in with that. But I, it does make me wonder what other, you know, tournaments of, of this caliber, you know, other pro tour events, what exactly are they getting? And, you know, kind of in the same light as, you know, Rick signing for four years, four mm-hmm. mil, you know, Kona announcing the numbers, Paul announcing the numbers. Um, you know, this could have some some sense of that as far as advancing the sport in, you yep. know, in a small way and a different side of it. Certainly the the athletes and the players are going to make the bigger headlines. It's way more interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we care what the players are making. You care what discs they're getting and, mm-hmm. you know, the the numbers and just from a standpoint of, oh, what athletes could we bring in if this is what they're making. Um, but it's cool to see, you know, a, a tournament getting these. And, you know, again, it's all it's all the Sean's as far as, you know, the negotiations and, and all that. But I think it's cool for other TDs to to know what's available to them. And then the same way as like DD letting all the players know, hey, we're mm-hmm. willing to pay this. Yeah. This is MVP going, hey, you know, we're willing to we're willing to step up and and put some serious cash and and product towards it. Obviously, we're you know committing to buying you know twenty thousand discs, and so that's a decent amount of you know revenue coming back to them. But in this in this climate, as as we are in twenty twenty two right now, those discs are going to sell pretty quickly anyway. So yeah. You know, it's not, it's not perfectly apples to apples, but. Yeah. I think it really also helps tournaments like ourselves step the game up a little bit, like offer more amenities and better experience for players and fans. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's only going to grow. And I think the more money that comes in each individual tournament, then the more they can, the tournament can then go be like, Hey, let's go hire this content creator to come and make a bunch of sick content while we're here also and then it like amps the the like stature of the tournament even more mm-hmm. every year so professionalism mm-hmm. and i think it also opened the door for outside of disc golf type companies coming in seeing the benefits of major events like this and wanting yeah. to invest like mm-hmm. certain board game that we know of that i don't know if we can talk much about right now yeah i mean i but, maybe but we, we'll hold it for now yeah 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 I mean, and even us like reaching out to certain 
we've reached out to other content creators to see if they want to come out here for it to be open a weekend and just the interest interest alone from those people like no commitments at all but like the interest is just like oh yeah like i want to mm-hmm. come do that mm-hmm. not sure if we can but just having that interest alone is a hu- huge thing and the more we can legitimize it the more that interest is going to grow yeah the level the quality level of the event helps draw that that interest mm-hmm. and just like think of you know a pga tour style event where like it's it's very well organized. It's very professional looking, mm-hmm. and it's an event that you know you feel comfortable essentially charging people to come to. I think even just last year, you know, and again, this is like we're not taking credit at all. This is all watching yeah, other people not do us. it. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, it was it was a very well run event, very professional looking, and that was you know not not year one. It was year one at this venue, you know, but but the Shans have been doing it for for a few years now, but just the the quality and the the overall look and atmosphere mm-hmm. of the events have you know and shout out pro tour mm-hmm. um yeah. has you know really risen and is something that like you're comfortable inviting some of these you know bigger bigger names you know outside of disc golf mm-hmm. be like come check out what we've got going it's like you know you're really proud and impressed of mm-hmm. you know impressed with what what you have to show now yeah i feel like if you just turn on otb open if you if you wanted to get some of these people in and they're like i don't exactly know what i'm getting into you can just like turn on otb coverage from last year and see the crowds and kind of just see the professionalism yeah it's like oh what do you know just watch a bunch of like hippies throw a frisbee in a park and it's like no you know check I mean, this there's out. a little bit of that but mm-hmm. like I feel like year over year the pro tour has really stepped up uh, and same with production companies, the mm-hmm. whole yeah. sport yeah. in general seems yep. to to take a leap every year. Even well, us. Yeah. Sure. Well, part cool of it's a, just an arms race, you know? It's yeah. like yeah. you need to be the, the best. It's like, you know, GK Pro and Jomez and, mm-hmm. you know, all of them kind of going at it as far mm-hmm. as like you need to keep improving because you yeah. want to, you know, either keep up or like set the bar or you just know you're going to be left behind if you're not mm. constantly figuring out what you can do to make it better, whether it's better cameras, you know, cleaner edits, mm. whatever it might be adding in, you know, footage and what disc they're throwing, like yep. constantly little subtle things or bigger things that, that really change just the overall feel of it. Yeah. And it's also, there's a groundwork laid that people can build on top of. Yeah. Like the stuff that's like Pavo Stubstat did back yeah. in the day. Pure Heiser, Pure Heiser Productions for like NorCal. It's like the first stu- thing mm-hmm. I got into. A lot of Nico stuff. A lot of Nico stuff there. Mm-hmm. Um, like him and Central Coast. Yep. They were, and then what's his face? Uh, McFly so high. Yeah. yeah. Prodigy hired him or hired him. I'm pretty sure he did a bunch of Prodigy stuff for a while. Okay. Um, like those three, the stuff they did early on was so vital mm-hmm. just to lay the groundwork of like, how do you film disc golf? Mm-hmm. How do you shoot these shots? How... How should overlays be? How should commentary be? Yeah. And then people started building off that. Like, well, McFly, so I didn't have, didn't commentary. have commentary. And my favorite thing about Pavo and my favorite thing about Pavo was bringing the players in. Yeah. Like he brought Nico in. Yep. Um, there's a lot of the, and I can't remember all of them, but he brought players in to do the coverage and it was very raw, but it was like super interesting hearing all the, mm-hmm. the commentary and stuff. So yeah. And then you look at Jomez and they brought in like, Big Sexy, which yep. is like, this is going to be the crew like all the time, mm-hmm. you know, and then obviously, you know, Big Julie now and 
and they, you know, they mix and match, but basically saying this is our, this is our commentary crew yep. and not rotating as much. Mm-hmm. It's also awesome, but it's mm-hmm. like people lay this little groundwork on things and yeah. now there's no disc golf video without commentary. Right. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. Which I sort of liked the McFly so high without it, but it does add what I like is really being able to hear the players and yeah. hear everything that's going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, and Jomez does a good job mixing it up and you know, all the, all the, the production companies. Mm-hmm. That's when we need those mic'd up yeah. style videos. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> They've been doing that more and more, right? I was going to say, I feel yeah. like last year they started to, I bet you this year that'll be one of those new things. Mm-hmm. I remember Calvin being mic'd up yeah. on a, and just like <laughs> not playing his best round either. Mm-hmm. Just going, going at himself as only Calvin can do. <laughs> well, I, Calvin's I, coming out with big things this year. Yeah, I, I'm excited to see him do things. I, yeah, I like him. A lot of content coming out with mm-hmm. some sponsorship drops. Mm-hmm. Well, pretty cool. Yeah, I, I've heard you guys say it before, and I agree. I think if Calvin puts out content, people will watch. I yeah, think I Calvin's think. done better job than anybody at being in other people's content, <laughs> which is a, just as valid a way to build a brand. Yeah, definitely. if you can pull it off, which is harder to do, but he's good enough. He can just. And funny enough, he can just pop into other people's videos here and there. Well, it's like Jeremy Colling being in everybody's ace video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's pretty funny. He's good at that. That's the talent. He's known for it. Shit. Just emitting ace fives. <laughs> <laughs> Except <it>. for himself. <laughs> well, you know, just emitted too many of them. <laughs> Got none left. Hey, Big Jeremy, when you're here, you. let's play around. Yeah, yeah like for a real. Monday, Like a Monday around. Yeah. We'll film it so one of us can... Can ace. Hey. Be bribing TDs. We get on germs. Card. <laughs> get on germs card. <laughs> Coverage too, please. Like you're on like the lead card. Big germ supposed to be on chase card. You miss a couple putts in the last hole just to drop to the chase card for the second round. Yeah, <laughs> or just ESPN. Yeah, or, or just cause a backup so they catch up and ooh, the t pad. Ooh, it's a good one too. To cause a backup. Yeah, as long as <laughs> I you're like watching that. the shot. I mean, <laughs> I'd put, dude. I'd. Speaking of like the NFL paying people to lose games, if I was on that, I'd pay someone money in front of me to like, that wouldn't work actually. You'd have to pay someone in front of you. You could just do it yourself. Never mind. Saved a bunch of money (laughs) (laughs) by switching to Geico. Didn't even take that long. It was like 14 minutes. I typed fast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I got to preview the layout. A little Ooh. bit for OTB yeah. Open. Yeah. Some big changes. Some things staying the same. Yeah. So some good things staying the same. <clears throat> yeah. The fun thing. 17 will be the same. Yep. That It'll was probably Peninsula be 17 Green. also. It will be 17. Yep. Um, 18 is different and it will, will be fun. I believe that one I'm excited about. Um, I'm calling it Amen Corner, but like 12, 13, 14, 15 are staying the same. I think of the three, 12, 13, 14. Mm-hmm. Or it's kind of mm-hmm. into the bushes and then that like little peninsula green and then the giant hole 14 that was, I think, toughest hole on the course, mm-hmm. statistically, the Ezra Eagle. Um, and then the Calvin Ace after that is uh, staying the same too. Yep. I don't know if the numbers will be the same, but that yeah. that yeah. set of four uh, are we'll unchanged. Be, we'll be on the course. Yeah, or actually 12's changed a little bit, the T-pad, but but the holes are basically unchanged. So I think those five holes are staying the same, but 
the rest of the course is is changing. You'll recognize some of the fairways to the to the trained eye. You'll you'll recognize some of the fairways and some of the greens, but uh, playing a few backwards, it's I think it's going to be really cool. I've only seen. I, I, obviously, we know the five that are staying, but um, I think I've seen one, two, three, four, like only four or five more holes outside of that. So still kind of unseen, like I haven't seen like eight of them. Well, that whole other side of the property is pretty rad. I'm really excited to go go check that out. There's some big ass trees over yeah. there and some like bushes and things that like 18 is going to be a hole. That wasn't really a part of this of the mm-hmm. course last year. No, that's gonna. I'm, it's gonna I'm be really super. For that. I don't want to give nothing away, but it'll be different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool finishing area. Again, very. It's it's not ball golf course feel. Nope. And I think that's certainly something the pros appreciated, and viewers can appreciate. Yeah, everyone thought there was a little too many rollers. Yeah, that, which I don't really agree with. Low ceiling. I like rollers. I think they're really hard to throw. Mm-hmm. They're fun to watch to me. Yeah, it brings in some risk. Like that, mm-hmm. th- that, that tail kind of how they finish can be relatively unpredictable mm-hmm. on exactly where it's going to finish. And, and it, that's probably mostly fine if it's, you know, the first, if it's a tee shot of a par four, you don't need it to be right, you know, next to the basket or, you know, in the yeah. circle. Um, but yeah, I think they're, there's obviously still going to be some rollers because there's low ceilings. And yep. I think that's that's generally what you know creates that opportunity more yeah, than anything. Yeah, low ceilings and like really long distance. Yeah, and nice manicured ground. Sure, which Such also a is here. Property. I still it's feel a, like if you want to get rid of it and it would look weird. Signs talked about put some before. Signs. signs in the middle of the fairway. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Not it would look that anymore. weird. Yeah. I'm also down for like can't do it here. I think I've talked about it before. If you have your own property, put in a hell of a lot of sand in the middle. Yeah. Sure. The rollers aren't going to go through. It'll mess your footing up. Mm-hmm. Like it's a. Put in all the It hasn't zones. really been used a lot, mm-hmm. but I feel like if you use sand, it could really mess some people up. Yeah, not OB. Not OB. It's kind of like rough. Mm-hmm. Think of rough and golf, hard to throw out or hit, hit out of or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Sand would do the same. It's hard to throw yeah. out of. It's hard to and get And obviously a, sand in traditional golf too. Yeah. You know, hard 100%. to hit out. Uh, yeah. It's going to be cool, though. I think uh, in the next, like, month or so, Leonard wants to roll out here and get, like, a select group. I feel like three of us and Jer, some mix and match of, of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be a weekday, but we'll we'll see. We need get to get Leonard on again. It's been a minute. Yeah. Let him talk a bunch. He will. Yeah. Yeah, I'll he talk will. about some really interesting things about course design. Mm-hmm. I just got to remember to ask him some questions. Yeah, we'll just have to <laughs> rein him in if we feel like he's getting – Getting a little too far if he's getting a little too Leonard, and we love him. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. my favorite thing about Leonard is how thorough he is. Yes. Extremely. Yeah, it's he's so thorough. So it makes him great at what he does. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's gonna be cool though. I think people will really like the layout from the half of the course that I've seen, and just the the trust. I feel like if the beginning is good and the end is good, nobody will remember the middle. Sure. I mean, there's something to that. The the taste will still be in you know in people's mouths, but yeah, yeah if you if you're gonna nail something, nail the beginning and the end. I think there's something. I feel like seventeen and eighteen seem pretty damn cool right now. So yeah, yeah. Be- the end sounds nailed. Yeah, the end is gonna be cool. Sixteen, I'm still concerned about. 
Um, yeah, 16's kind of like just because of where 17 starts, 16's always going to be a little. I also am funny. okay with a walk. Like a USDGC, you have a long walk between 16 and 17. A couple Dude, places. A, yeah, walking mm-hmm. from like, say, old two's basket. Is that two? Yeah, old yeah. two OTB open layout. It's basket. All the way to 17. All the way to 17 would be interesting. I mean, it's it's one of the toughest holes, one of the more interesting greens. You know, high risk, high reward being out on that Making peninsula. Making you think the whole time. It's at the very end of the round. Hopefully it's close, you know, at the very end mm-hmm. of the tournament. Um, I'm okay with a walk about them thinking like the the whole 13 that we had where you walk the length of the fairway yeah. before you tee off. That's just yeah. how it's routed. From it's almost 12. the same. It's a, probably a little bit longer if we're going to say like that that area to walk to 17. Mm-hmm. It's probably a little bit longer. Yeah. And you're not walking down the length of the hole, but but still like I'm I'm okay with with that type of walk. Especially if it's building towards some sort of, you know, drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, think about the pictures of like I don't know, say it's a close race and Eagle and Paul or Paul and Ricky and you got the video of them walking down. Eagle or Rick will be fucking hundred feet, yeah, feet away. <laughs> just just booking. Eagle's leaning forward a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's a man on a mission. That's kind of how I play when I'm playing well. So I like it too. I I'm definitely quick to get to my shot yep. i will take my time lining it up oh 100 but, but like, i'm I, I i'm usually out in front of the group and most of the time i'll catch myself and slow down a little bit yeah it's like spend some spend some time with the group when you i'm like these people when i'm playing good late in a tournament like the handful of tournaments i won i was definitely like whole 17 st patty's yeah out way way out in front of everybody else yeah let's go let's go Maybe not hole seventeen because I did actually fucked that up. No, never mind. Hole seventeen, I did. I fucked up hole sixteen, but hole seventeen, I was definitely like, "Yep, out in front. Let's go. Yeah. Let's get this thing done." But that's how I feel like Rick is. Rick's just like, "Yep, I need to putt. I need to win. I need to go do this right now. Mm-hmm. Let's get the bas- the disc in the basket." Hundred percent. It was fun watching them all at Worlds, getting able, being able to attend. And just see it. And Rick wasn't playing well. Like he was really frustrated when I was when I was watching it. And I think he was one of, you know, five to ten people that really felt like they had a chance. I think probably most most of the guys and girls that are really good feel like they had a chance. But maybe outside looking in, he's one of the five mm-hmm. to ten guys that I mean you felt really really had a chance. Rick's especially Rick's one or one or two to me. Yeah, like I means Rick Paul. You're looking at you know it's Eagle. Rick Paul, and then like can Eagle make a jump? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then, you know, four, five, six other yeah. names that are really, really. I would probably there. put Calvin as like four and kind of in yeah. his own tier. Yeah. KJ would be up there. Yeah. I mean, and then Conrad so, obviously won. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, there's there's a handful there's of There's the others. Kyle Kleins, the Adam Hammeses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Adam was way up there. He was, yeah. he was ripping it to start the season. Dickerson. Masters Cup. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm so I still don't for this next year. I still don't know if Dickerson's playing the West Coast. I, I don't, don't think he is. I don't think so. I don't even I'm know if he's going so, to like Vegas. That he, sucks. He dude. doesn't generally, right? He no, but he like usually play pretty. Few I was I was sort of hoping that because he signed a big deal with Discraft, that part of the stipulation might be like you don't want anyone to do something they don't want to do. Yeah, but like I would love to see him come. Like, do you imagine Dickerson playing? Masters Cup or Milo, yeah. like how good he would play there. Yeah, 
plays how, good everywhere. He would play good. Dude, imagine Dickerson throwing some crazy flex shots. Yeah. At OTB Open over the water and stuff. Like, well, and being, being able to kick it with him, too. Yeah, yeah. He seems super chill. Yep. I don't know a lot about him, but from the little interviews I do seem like, he seems like he's chill. And his beard is rocking right now. <laughs> <laughs> and he wears that ugly ass, like, shirt. You don't like shirt. the. the I, I said was he wasn't. A handkerchief, but a tablecloth. I was. I said he. <laughs> I remember, he wore the disc golf pro tour championships, I think, or maybe it was worlds. Probably maybe one of both. the two. I don't remember, but one of the two was like a big event. I was like, Oh yeah, he's not winning. Cause he's wearing that. Oh, like, he no, can't no, win. No. He can can't win in it. <laughs> oh, he could shred in it. Can't win in it though. Oh, you can win in it. Ah, you gotta, you gotta look good to play good, man. Okay. I could win wearing anything. <laughs> you might be right. You probably are right. He's too good. I'm sure. He does it on purpose. Oh yeah, it definitely fits his vibe too with that beard and yeah. Oh yeah, that All the camo too. Like it's like Johnny yeah. McRae a little bit too. Sure, Johnny nice. McRae is trying his hardest to be a, a internet sensation. Oh yeah, I love it. Yeah, stud dude. He uh, was talking. Do you see that golf cart he pulled up on? No. So was it the is it New World Golf Course or Disc Golf mm-hmm. or whatever? Mm-hmm. They have like these gas powered like four wheel drive golf carts Doesn't and he me. comes flying up on one and gets out and like you come play new world you can come drive one of these golf carts <laughs> yeah, and i loved it dude that's a good i'm app. pretty sure i commented on it and i was like i'm gonna have to get me one of them golf carts he's like they're a blast nice. yeah I, I was lucky enough to be able to play with him one round and he he is that guy is he the furthest throwing old man ever yes probably not Hard ever to, Ah. who's thrown further at like yeah. how Stokely's, old is he stokely's bombing yeah from, from what i understand i haven't seen it though we'll be seeing it this year yeah, we will be another guy trying to kill it on social media and is and is yeah, yeah. yeah. plugging his book left and right yep pat brown yeah. too there's some yeah. pat brown yeah, there's some 50 plus putting They're in trying work. yeah have to you have to anyways and i, and I think sure well yeah, it's nice to see people like legit try to do it Plenty and adapting people, people adapting too yeah. like no one would blame Johnny McRae if he didn't try to do social media stuff. Sure. Like I would be like, yeah, like it's, but he's out there trying and he's doing Twitter, Instagram, like TikTok, all of it. Good so, for you, man. Yeah. He's easy to root for. Yeah. He is. Yeah. Once again, don't know a lot. True. No, he turbos some stuff in from a long ways away. One of the yeah. nastiest turbo putters ever. The nastiest, the probably. Nastiest the nastiest guy. one I know of. For sure. God, I just, the most well-known one. Yeah. How many big turbo putts have you seen like on coverage from like 140 feet, it seems like? 58 of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, one he did, that one he did at a, a, a Rennie Gold in front of Barry yeah. Schultz. Mm-hmm. And Barry Schultz's reaction to it was just fucking priceless. <laughs> Another was, great he had old dude in disc golf. Yeah. Love yeah. me some Barry Schultz. Yeah. Not enough social media. No, no, not enough. But he he gets, dude, so when we were in, I think I've told the story. When we were in Charlotte for yeah. Am Worlds, we were chilling in like a thunderstorm. And he was just hanging out, like making fun of us California guys for being yeah. a little terrified of Cal- or <laughs> some Charlotte thunderstorms. Some but he thunder. was so cool. He... I think it was hole 17. Yeah, it, it's so it's like, I don't know, it's a par four, pretty crazy, long hallway. Ends up on the pyramid, I think. There's okay. a big pyramid. Not like a short one, but it's a par four, like ends up kind I of know, I know up the left. green you're talking about. Yeah, and uh, he was like basically just 
watching that whole the whole tournament. So for five days, six days, and worlds, he's just spotting discs. No way. Yeah, he was a spotter at the. He's tournament. a spotter at Am Worlds at at Hornet's Nest. Shows you, man. He probably just loves the game, dude. It was, and he was so nice, like just talking to everybody. Yeah, talking like smart man too, isn't he? he, he was, yeah, hella smart. And you don't even like when you talk to him, he will never ever say, "Hey, I'm Barry Schultz." Right. He just yeah. talks to you, and then like you walk away, and someone's like, "Hey, dude, that was Barry Schultz." Yeah. And you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. That guy was so nice. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Really cool form. I like his. It definitely comes from his era yeah. as far as how his form is. But Little it's nose up so fucking smooth and just precise. Is there a correlation between how long ago you played and holding another disc in your hand while you throw? Ooh, that's a good question. Patrick Brown's the one I noticed the most doing it. PB does it a lot, but I also and feel not like on putts. I think putting a lot too. Yeah. Oh, PB always has at least one disc in his hand on his drive. Sometimes two. I remember yeah. Danny would, you'd have your towel in your hand for a lot of your shots. I do it when I putt. Times. Yeah. I do it when I putt. I, I don't know. You throw it I on the ground sometimes when you drive. Yeah. I've always got it in my hand when I go up to the tee, but I don't ever tee off with a disc or towel in my hand. Danny also you, likes really small towels, which are great yep. actually. But he has like 4,000 of them. Yeah. I think I probably have like seven in my bag. <laughs> yeah, it's in his bag. I probably have like four also just from like, hey, Danny, you got an extra towel? Yeah, <laughs> there, there is a lot of that. <laughs> I have become that guy to the people that know. It's like, I forgot a towel. Do you have one? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I got you one too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those twisted Amanita ones from from Mark Miller are dope. I think I have two of those in my bag. I have one that like Sap and I have the same like pattern. Mine has been used a lot, and his <laughs> is like brand new. So it was like right next to each other. I have to get that picture. We'll be competing against each other this weekend, and mine is very very dirty. Maybe I'll actually wash them. Maybe nah. every once in a while. It's probably like once a year. I'll toss all my my bag towels in there. Right, I'm gonna ask a question, and I'm gonna go for my beer up. Are you guys disc washers? Absolutely not. I, I've done it with my bag maybe like four times total, and I've been playing a very long time. Every once in a while, I was like, I'm kind of bored and just want to spend some time with my discs, I guess, or like, you know, tournament season is coming up, and I would wash it, but it's it's probably been five or six years. I have a, a wraith that I have retired because it ended up in the muck in Tracy mm-hmm. and got dirty and the dirt dried to it. And yep. I don't give a fuck about it anymore. I just like, I, I, I don't, it's, it's definitely a bad thing. I feel like that would almost lend more towards you wanting to wash discs. Like this disc is too dirty. So exactly. So I'll just get a different disc now. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of like the, the like dirt on the disc. Like I'm always rubbing my hand in the dirt before I throw. So like the patina. Yeah. Yep. Especially on my putters. I love a good dirt ring around the putter where my thumb is. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I, I like, I like having the disc have that dirt stain look to it. Just kind of gives me a weird confidence that it it knows what it's supposed to do. (laughs) You've hit the earth a bunch. (laughs) I'll toss you again. Exactly. I need to, I need to put a better, like, dirt bag or chalk chalk bag in my bag because i don't i don't know i haven't had one that i've liked for a little bit and certainly these winter like dewy morning rounds 
I've had struggles with grip, especially on the putter. The chump chalk bags are really nice. I have yeah. one on a on my bag right now. It's got a clip, so I I immediately liked it. It was they they gave us some custom OTB ones. Okay, yeah, and, I remember that. And so I threw that on the bag immediately, and I've been liking it. It's it's really light chalk, mm-hmm. so it doesn't like over chalk it, um, but it seems to do a good job in my opinion. Need to find something. There's so many chalk bags out there now. Yeah. Tons. Is it KK approved that's doing the fruit fruit ones? Yeah, I saw them when I was in Fresno. Nice. I saw a little stand. I didn't. I should have gone up there. There was nobody there when I was walking by, but I did notice those. Yeah, I've seen them. Uh, at the very least, I've seen her supporting them. I would rock one of those. Yeah. I I have a whale sack and I have a I think a Y dry. And I like the Y dry. Yeah, I've heard that. I feel like I just had them in my bag for too long and didn't use them. Maybe I just need to smack it around a little bit. And it'll yeah. Emit some more chalk, but I've never. I I like chalk's not perfect for disc golf. It's not. Yeah, I like I like the whale sack, but it just seems it doesn't quite put out a much enough. I, I actually use it more after I chalk my hands, then I'll dry the disc because it's usually a little damp or moist, and then I'll use it to dry the disc off from sure. from the little dots of moisture on there. I'll use the, the whales. I just need a bunch of California clay. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've seen people do that too, where they'll just like get a jar of dirt from their home course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think dirt works the best still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My hands end up really Real dirty. dirty at the end I don't care. Nah. I like when uh, you see like Paul will have like a white mark on his ass from yep. wiping his hand over and over again. <laughs> yeah. It's not even from his hand. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely used to get uh weird marks on my like lower legs when I caught from like wiping my hand on like my calf and stuff. Yeah. Like weird spots. And everyone's like, what are you doing? Like, I'm, don't, don't worry, worry about, about it. it. Yeah. My hand was sweaty. My hand was sweaty and dirty, man. Like, Wiping myself. I'm working, bro. <laughs> I'm working back here, dude. Yeah, need to nail that down. We got I got three tournaments the next three weekends. Wow. Yeah. I'm playing a lot of golf right now, Danny. I know, right? Trying to anyway. I just yeah. keep signing up for stuff and then it forces me to actually play. <laughs> I keep forgetting like I keep wanting to sign up for things and forgetting. I'm on that page too. This last one for the winter jam, I still am convinced I'm gonna somehow be able to play day of and not sign up. Oh, that's just because Crash Quite when possible. when Crash was always yeah. TD, we'd be like, hey, Crash, is that us? So we got a little a spoiled. Thing. But now I think we have a uh, more classical Yeah, TD. A legitimate, which is probably better it's for the long better. run. It's great. I shouldn't be rewarded for my laziness, but <laughs> no. I, I still am going to show up and at least have a good time, even if I don't play. I'll probably show up, too. That's a fun tournament. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good time. We throw a party out there. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the doubles the week before. Yep. I'll play that. Mm-hmm. You play I think Jer? I think me and Jerry said we're going to play together. Nice, Jerry. Better putt. If I was Jerry, I would be forcing you to like actually play in the next week and a half. I'll be fine. <laughs> Probably. Some of my best baseball games ever were after taking like two months off. That's dope. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I think there is. I, I've I've had the. It's always. I'd love to call it epic good or epic bad when you either come back from a yeah. long hiatus yep. or play a new course for the very first time and it's only for like one or two days yeah sure 
yes. not like a sustained thing. It does not. Yeah, stick so around. maybe don't waste that like brand new beginner's look type. Exactly. Thing. I'm just like, gonna, yeah. Re- I'm not gonna reborn. Play. I'm just gonna wait until then. I'm not gonna throw a single disc. That that yeah. just throw it in mentality. Yeah. yeah either just, you're sorry or you're welcome, Jer. Well, it's yeah. TBD. <laughs> yeah. I'm been working out, so my body won't hurt as bad. Hopefully. That's a good start, dude. I I feel like I don't know. I could be just like making excuses, but I feel like that tweaked my forehand a little bit. Totally. Where I feel like my forehand was like on Mm -hmm. like three months ago or something. Like I was, I was putting myself in spots, good ones. And uh, (laughs) then it was like started lifting a little bit more and started trying to get in a better routine of, you know, just being a healthy human treating this vessel. Right. And uh, like the forehand's a little off now. <laughs> I feel like if, and I experienced the same thing years and years ago when I used to go to the gym and used to play a lot. But if you if you don't play while you're working out, it it can definitely throw you off. I feel like it just messes with your muscle memory and and just, I mean, you're changing your muscles. And sure, so, yeah, yeah, you're stronger. You throw farther now. Yeah, that snap just comes instantly. a little bit later. You just instantly throw further the one moment you pick up a weight. <laughs> Put on disc, disc yeah. golf strong sweatshirt. Yep. <laughs> throw 20, 30 some bitches. Yeah. I'm Not, talking about feet. <laughs> allegedly, though. <laughs> allegedly. There's, there's no proof to that. Yeah, I forgot to throw in the unit of measurement, you know. That, <laughs> that happens sometimes. <laughs> 20, 30 inches. Yeah. <laughs> it's further though, bro. I'll it's further, it, farther yeah. actually. Farther, yeah. Further is not farther. the correct word. I've learned this. It's not a worm either. <laughs> not, I've, I'm the king of saying things wrong. As of Sean Jack episode, yeah. Get to the oh. very end of that, and there's a. Did you hear what I said on that? A good one. No. He was trying to say the whole tour. tour. He said whore tool. <laughs> <laughs> That's way better. Yeah, I didn't. Nobody I, knew, but I said it. Definitely uh, better. I said it, and I knew I said it wrong. Yeah, but I kept going, and I didn't know exactly what I said. And I had to stop the press. And I like, I going. like look at Danny and like Mercy, <laughs> and their faces were kind of funny. And I look over at Sean Jack. No, it was Corey on. I think oh, Corey on, and yeah. his face was funny. And I was just like, "Damn it!" Yeah, I said something wrong. <laughs> and then Danny's like, "I don't want to say it, but I'm, did you say whore tool? <laughs> like, whore yeah, tool. whore tool. Yeah. Hey, sometimes it goes off the rails. Hey, words are hard." Especially an hour into it. Yeah. Hour into it with some beers. Yeah. And the Sean's. The Sean's are fun. Going. Yeah. The Sean's invite fun, whether they want to or not. Mm-hmm. Back-to-back birthdays, too. I think Jack was Saturday. Mercy was Sunday. No way. I knew Sean's was, or Sean, the real Sean. Yeah. I knew Jack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the Jack type of Sean. First Jack of all Sean's. <laughs> the Jack of all Sean's was on Saturday. I didn't know Mercy's was on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Damn I, it. Well, I was kicking it with Happy Sean Jack. Well, both of them, but was kicking it with Sean Jack on his birthday. We played a round. Um, and then, yeah, sent Mercy a message on Sunday. I need was to just send like, man, I'm glad that, like, you know, you guys are on our side. And then I sent another message later, and I was like, actually, we're just kind of next to you, but it's, like, it's your thing. <laughs> 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 Let me rephrase. I'll be a little bit more specific. But, yeah, very happy to be working with them. Yes. Yeah, they're great. And they just, they want disc golf to fucking blow up, which I feel like everybody does who is, who's really invested and true into it. But yeah, they have some say. They've got some, they do. And just good minds behind their, their respective. Yeah. We were talking about it earlier, like very, very detail oriented, very detail oriented. Mm -hmm. It's like, can you change the four letters of this like hyperlink? Yeah. I, uh, the meta description. 
It said like the OTB open is coming, blah, blah, blah. Here's more information. And then he was like, can you change it to just say OTB open 2022? Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. Yeah. You said it. I will do I it. can. <laughs> yeah. Dotting I's, crossing T's. <laughs> like the meta description though is like something that most people don't actually see. Yeah, I mean it's basically only for links. Search bars, right? Yeah, search bars, and when like when you type in a link, mm-hmm. and like post a link on like Facebook or something. So I guess everyone saw it on their post, but yeah, that pops up like the preview. The preview is yeah. what ends up being in the meta. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We're not talking about the metaverse. That's a whole different. Thing. No, we're not crypto bros. So no, not yet. Yeah. There's still time. There's still time. I don't think. I feel like it's. I don't inevitable. think I will be. I only have like I actually have a lot of NFTs if you count all the top shot moments I have. True. I sold a few of those recently, actually. I haven't sold very many. I'm just holding them because I like basketball. It's mainly. I think I at some it. point they still actually will reward like with some sort of in person Oh yeah. Thing. You go to a Kings game and you have, you know, dude, if you give Kings me a moment. Kings ticket, you better give me money along with it. Yeah, they're going to start paying people to go see those games. <laughs> yeah, I heard that someone broke into a window because there's two king tickets on someone's seat and they left two more. <laughs> oh, no. That's that's this is all for Kyle, by yeah, the way. Yeah, He's right. over here listening. I'm just ragging on the kings because Kyle likes the kings. <laughs> <laughs> Say it louder. They're not getting Ben Simmons. Sorry, Kyle. Not getting anybody. Just going to lose people. Yep. It's the story of the kings. They got, Kyle, they got Kyle, though, as a fan. He's hooked. They're better off for it. I'd trade 100%. him. 100%. I'd trade him. That's their best asset. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle you and Stanley being fans. <laughs> <laughs> Stanley's not. Stanley's first team is the Warriors, though, so. True. He's the local guy. He just roots for all the local teams. Yes. Yeah. Hey, you know what? That's all right. When you're in this area, though, there's a lot of local teams. California is spoiled. Yeah. That's true. They lost the Raiders, though. Good riddance. Be gone. <laughs> How do you feel about that, Stanley? Shaking He's shaking his, his head. head. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. I think I think that's it. Uh, I think we killed yeah, it. We it's killed it. We I'm done with beer. I watched this one. I'll probably watch the next one. I, actually, I, I don't watch, watch where in person. We're here. Yeah. I'm watching it right now. That was good. <laughs> I remember like it was yesterday. I seen it. Bye. Bye, people. Throw frisbees. Throwing things is fun. <laughs>